Hello, Spartan Nation. I'm Chris Sharp here along with my partner, Lucas Boudreaux, and this is the LC Show. And we're hauling off a great week last ne- week after, after we went 2-1 and one on our picks last weekend. Uh, we had some pretty good games. Lucas Boudreaux, shout out to him. He's one of the few people, I think, other than like Godfrey Torrance, but I still don't know if he actually picked Mizzou. Mizzou upset UGA. Lucas had the pick. Congratulations, Lucas. Thank you. Yeah, well, sorry to all the Bulldogs fans out there, but... Uh, <laughs> Go Tigers, I guess. But uh, <laughs> this week, we're going to do, once again, college football. We have Upset Alert. we got the Heisman list going on here. We also have our Dark Horse team. And we're going to have a couple uh, college picks, along with a few NFL picks as well. So let's get right into it. Uh, who do you have on Upset Alert this week, Lucas? All right. Let's see if I can stay hot on Upset Alert this week. Uh, UCF's going into Louisville. Louisville's ranked in the top ten. Yep. Uh, I think they're very overrated. So really? I like yeah. UCF. I think they're going to go in there and beat Louisville. All right. And then also I have one pick. Uh, Texas Tech, number 16, travels to West Virginia. I think Clint Trigger and the boys can pull the upset because West Virginia's got the home field advantage. They already beat OK State this year. So I think that West Virginia can do it at home. I I also think you can throw Auburn in there. Auburn, Auburn, okay. Auburn, I think can go into College Station. I think they can uh, shake up the BCS standings with a win over A and M. That will greatly help Alabama and LSU if Auburn can do that. And then I mean Auburn, they also didn't Nick Marshall get hurt? I think I heard. Yeah, they like had that. their. Uh, I think it was second string quarterback. I didn't get to watch the game. Yeah, though, I heard he was pretty good, but was, yeah, I think it was yeah. against Western Carolina. Yeah, they so put up was, a lot yeah. of points against West Carolina. So I think Auburn, if, they have, if Nick Marshall can come back, I'll probably give Auburn a shot. But uh, if not, I don't. I don't know. But hey, if they could be day Auburn, it could be pretty for real, man. They're gonna be back on the map. All right, Lucas. Now, I know you have your Heisman list, but I think it's changed this week, has it not? Yep. I have a little bit of movement. Um, number five, Teddy Bridgewater dropped out. Oh. Uh, okay week against Rutgers. He's not playing anyone. Throwing Brett Hundley of UCLA. UCLA's undefeated. UCLA. Coming off a pretty, pretty impressive win over California. California's uh-huh. okay. But he's led his team to an undefeated record. Road win over Nebraska. Number four, Taj Boyd. He was number three last week on my list. Fell down one spot. Mediocre performance against Boston College. Yeah, I struggled. Barely pulled Defense off the Defense saved him. He's got a big game against number uh, five, Florida State. And that's where Florida State's quarterback, Jamie Winston, comes in as number three on my Heisman list. Okay. They had right. a bye week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. They did. So uh, they, they have a lot of time to prepare for Clemson. Uh, hopefully, if Jameis Winston gets that one, he'll be number three, maybe jump up to number two. Number two, Johnny Manziel. He played very well against Ole Miss on the road. Defense didn't look too good, but Johnny yeah, Manziel is Johnny. Yeah, knee there. Just, yeah. yeah, that was kind of scary. <laughs> Johnny Manziel is an impressive player. And number one, Marcus Mariota of Oregon stays at number one. Big win over Washington on the road. Yeah. No interceptions, three touchdowns. Uh, just looked impressive. He was missing his tight end and DeAnthony Thomas too, and he still yep. threw up great stats. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, our dark horse team, and I believe you've already mentioned that team's quarterback already in your Heisman list. I did. Brett Hundley leads UCLA. I still like Baylor in the dark horse, like I said last week. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to throw UCLA in there if they get through the Pac-12, beating Oregon, Stanford. They have all the tough teams on their list. I think they'll. They can get to the championship, yep. but that's a tough, tough task that in front of them. They're about to play Oregon twice. Yeah, I don't, I don't, game one of the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, and then now we're gonna have our game picks. All right, first up, one that's kind of near and dear to my heart: FSU at Clemson. Who you got, Lucas? 
I think in college football, a lot of it is home field advantage. So I like Clemson over Florida State. Florida State's playing really well so far. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see how Jameis Winston is tested on the road. And Death Valley, that place is going to be loud. Clemson, I think, gets a gets an arrow win in this one. Yeah, I think this kind of reminds me of a couple of years ago. Uh, EJ Manuel got hurt, and Clint Trickett had to come in the game versus Clemson. He threw three interceptions, but I believe he threw like four touchdowns, and he helped lead FSU back. However, Clemson won in the end. This time, I'm going to go with the Knowles. Because Jameis Winston, I was, he, he, that BC game, when they were down, I believe it was like 17 to nothing or 17 to 3 or something. That team, it was on the road at Boston College. The team, I thought they were going to panic and pull a classic Florida State and get, you know, get upset. But Winston calmed the team down. He led them on a touchdown drive. Then he threw an epic pass before halftime. Just his swagger and his confidence. And also the offense for FSU, they're really experienced. Their O line's pretty experienced. The receivers are upperclassmen and they're ballers. And on defense, I think they've been practicing the spread since the summer. You can just tell FSU's been kind of focusing on this Clemson game for a long time now. Oh, yeah. That's why they started with Boston College, because Boston College runs a pro-style offense while Clemson runs a spread. So, I think their defense under Jeremy Pruitt, and they can, I think they'll make some plays. They have some great guys in the secondary, and I think it'll be a nail-biter. I mean, it's going to be a great, great, great game. game. Night game, 8 o'clock. So, I think that FSU will barely squeeze it out. And, but either way, whoever wins this game wins the division between those two. So, yeah, I'm going to pick FSU over Clemson. And now moving on to um, another Pac-12 game, or a Pac-12 game, UCLA at Stanford. Who do you got there? Uh, I like Stanford to rebound at home. Okay. UCLA's playing great ball. Stanford's coming off a loss to Utah on the road. I like Stanford at home. Stanford, all right. I'm going to go with UCLA, Brett Hundley. I'm just on the Hundley train. He is the man. This is the year of the athletic quarterback. You got Taj Boyd, Jameis Winston. You got uh, everybody. You got Braxton Miller at Ohio State. And they also got Brett Hundley, who people are finally starting to notice. And I think that his athleticism and his weapons on offense and his ability just to run the ball and be kind of a dual-threat kind of guy, I think that'll help. Now, Stanford's got a good D, but I think they're going to be kind of tired after playing Washington. And uh, uh, also uh, Utah, because I, I really don't know what happened because Utah. But if UCLA's defense can kind of stay packed and hold Stanford to like around 20-ish points, I think UCLA can win. Well, the way Utah beat Stanford, Stanford has a good front seven, very good front seven. And Utah... Got got their wide receivers, their playmakers out in space by doing screens, running away from mm-hmm. their front seven pretty much is what they did. Got out in space, put the put 27 up, and held Stanford to 21, and they pulled it out. Yep. Now moving on to NFL. We got the Cowboys at the Eagles. Cowboys fresh off of last night's win versus the Redskins at Cowboys Stadium. But now they have to go on the road and play the 3-3 three and three Eagles. This is a pretty big NFC East matchup. This could decide the division. Right? Yeah, big game. I like the Eagles at home. I think Cowboys coming off a big win against the Redskins. Redskins aren't playing very well, though. Eagles, you know, they played all right against Tampa Bay. They got the win. Michael Vick was out. I think if Michael Vick comes back and he's healthy against the Cowboys, Cowboys defense isn't very good. If they if they can win the turnover battle, I think they beat the Cowboys. But I think Michael Vick will make some plays with his legs with some read options, QB draws. You know, their fast-paced offense, yep. I think, will get to the Cowboys in the end. And I think they'll get it, get the win at home. Actually, I like the Eagles better with I mean, with Nick Foles at quarterback other than Michael Vick. Now, I'm not a better, but like... He's a better I, passer. Yeah, right? he's a better passer. Dude, four touchdowns last week. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys anyway in this game. Uh, I know I don't... Their defense last night, they, DeMarcus Ware was hurt, 
So we had like no one on the D line. They had no names yet. They still got pressure. They still stopped the run. And our linebackers played more determined. I saw more focus and anger out of the defense. I saw Sean Lee firing the boys up because they were embarrassed by the Broncos. Forty-eight points. That was embarrassing. They 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 were like being stomped upon. So they've kind of manned up. And uh, Kiffin's got the boys. Monty Kiffin's got the boys playing a little better. I saw Claiborne. He had a little more swagger last night. And then on offense, I believe this offense is legit. I mean, Terrence Williams is a good receiver. You got Dez Bryant, Jason Witten, Cole Beasley. They're spreading the ball around. Now, DeMarco Murray got hurt in the last game, so it, it, his help is a key factor. But honestly, the Cowboys, they don't have to throw the ball anyway. They just, they just love throwing it around. That's Jason Garrett's thing. So I think the Cowboys will win. It'll be a squeaker. It'll be like a tough game. I think the Cowboys will squeak it out and win. Well, I think if the Eagles can pick off Romo a couple times, which yep. he's been known to throw some picks in costly situations. Played well this year, but... I think the Eagles can get a few turnovers and win that game. Yeah, the Cowboys' O-line being better is a huge difference. That's a huge difference. Now, moving on, we have uh, – this is this is just a touching story. Peyton Manning and the Broncos at Turned the Colts. To Peyton's return to Indy. That Sunday night football commercial last night, it was playing I'm Coming Home with P. Diddy and all them. You just see – they showed Peyton Manning walking out of a tunnel in his old jersey. Gives me the chill. I mean, the number 18 uh, Indianapolis jersey. I'm like, oh, my – I started tearing up a little bit. But uh, Peyton Manning coming home. How do you think his? Re- how do you think that all that will turn out? Manning versus Luck, old versus new. He's back in his old building, and I think he goes off. I don't know how you can go against Peyton Manning yeah. so far this season. I mean, they've just been been destroying. I mean, they haven't been destroying everyone, but they've been putting up huge numbers. Their offense is amazing. Um, Peyton Manning is. I think he's just going to pick apart the Colts. I think. Andrew Luck will play well. I think the Colts will win it on the road. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis will be loud. They'll give Peyton a standing O, I would hope. Um, and I think the Broncos will go in there and get a win. Peyton remaining. I can see this game being exactly like the Cowboys and Broncos game. Andrew yeah. Luck is he's pretty on that caliber with uh, uh, Tony Romo. He's around that caliber. So I think Andrew Luck with his weapons, Reggie Wayne, and he's got a Fleener at tight end and several and Ty Hilton at receiver. Yeah, I think he'll he'll just up. Abuse the Broncos defense and put up some points. It'll be a shootout, all right. And then that Indianapolis crowd. I saw that game versus Seattle, and that just inspires everyone in that crowd. And man, I think he'll have maybe a little. I would say goosebumps, but he might come out a little bit, little you know, little bit uh, having a kind of flashback. So it's kind of blind in your face. But uh, I think Andrew Luck and the boys with um, they got a uh, running back from uh, Alabama now who played with Cleveland. And they have him now, and uh, I think they can do some damage because that, that Cole's offense is pretty good. And Andrew Luck, he is a, just a master. He's almost like Peyton Manning Jr. in a way. Yeah. Or a little more physical, and he can run, actually. Yeah. But uh, I think the Colts can do it. It'll be a tight game. I think the Colts, all these games, we pick so far. I, think, I, I see all these being really close games, honestly. But yeah. I, well, Peyton Manning returning to Indianapolis. He's either going to, in my opinion, he's either going to come out on fire, lighting it up, yep. or he's going to come out stone cold. One of the two. I don't think there's an in-between. If he comes out cold, um, I, I can see the Colts running away with it. I mm-hmm. mean, the Colts are a very good football team. They beat San Fran yeah. on the road and Seattle at home. And uh, But if the, he comes out hot, there's no stopping Peyton Manning when he's hot. I think the Broncos The Colts, uh, also on defense, they have a, a nice determination and a nice little attitude. I like what Ch- Chuck Pagano's got going on there. Got they, play, they, they play with fire and hit. They like to hit. They're physical. I like it. And so that is our wrap-up for the uh, football this week. Uh, we will be The reason why this episode is filmed a little early, earlier is because we will be in New York, New York City, up in the Meadowlands. That's where we're staying at. So uh, we'll be up there on Thursday through this weekend. So we'll come back here next week with the LC Show for 
the LC Show. I'm Chris Sharp, along with my partner, Lucas Boudreaux. Follow us on Twitter and uh, Facebook and anything else. At Chris so Sharp and at Lucas Was it? At Lucas Boudreaux 1. At 1, okay. Add a little 1 on the Don't end. Don't forget the 1. Don't forget the 1, number 1. So follow us there for more details and information. Also check out the DMR Show with uh, Hunter McCurdy and Will Davies and the Red Zone Report. That's my show talking to all GAC sports. For the LC Show, we're signing off. Somebody better put your bag